All right, do we want to start? Should I intro? Probably. Okay. Are you going to do a good job of it this time? Yes, I'm going to do Ooh. I always do a good job of uh, the intro. Okay. <laughs> no. Get away from the microphone. <laughs> you Speak know, at a reasonable distance. Uh, <laughs> you know when you go up and you grab the mic with two hands, you're <laughs> in for something yeah, just real bad. Yeah, normally. you're in for this. Hello. And welcome. <laughs> you're, you're clipping there, bud. Yeah, I know I'm clipping. That's the point. Okay. All right. Well, if you're going to clip, you might as well just go for all real, out. For just real like, this time. Yeah. Just yell right into the mic. The amount of times Don't do I got it, but... yelled at by TJ while we were broadcasting something for Tommy Sports because I got too excited or something. I would like do something that he would look at me, take his headphones off, and just point down. <laughs> that was his way of saying, shut up. You were way too loud. <laughs> Oh, I was like, when you're doing mic checks for people, you're supposed to do, you're supposed to talk at how, at the volume you're going to talk because then you can be you. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. Whole, but like yeah. the volume that Anthony and I'm guilty of this as well. Everyone is. Everyone at is. Some point. But the volume that you speak at when you're broadcasting sports of like, <clears throat> like, oh, and he takes it up the ice and he's uh, got a shot. And it's a goal. It's a goal for Sancho. Yeah. Like. There's no, you can't you can't replicate that. that. You can't. Yeah. Well, then that's why you need an audio engineer who can help adjust that. You could just be better at your job during that time. Your favorite podcast hosted by TJ, Noah, and Anthony. And today, also Nick. <laughs> Again, with the public radio voice. Why do you insist on the public radio voice? Because boring. it's fun. <laughs> no, it's and not. We're here to have fun, gentlemen. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> we're also here to get... Please, please tell me that came through. <laughs> I, I, did. I can guarantee okay. you it did. Good. That shows the production quality. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I got a text. TJ doesn't turn down his own volume for I, this. <laughs> We're secondary to his own, his own personal yeah, My life. notifications are more important than the audio of this podcast. Unrelated. So, just checking my phone real quick. <laughs> Good to go. Good to go. All right. Ah, welcome. How are you guys doing? How are you all? Good. Yeah. Good. Happy to be here. This is probably the quickest turnaround we've ever done. Wait, this is a week, week to week. Or, no, this is two weeks. Never mind. This is two weeks. Has it yeah. been two weeks? No, it's it hasn't been, been two weeks. Yeah. We didn't record last week. We were in St. Louis. So then it was more than a week because then I was in Oklahoma the week before. So that's, Oh, gosh. It's been three weeks. Has it really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What? Yeah. Wow. Those three Those three weeks just- It's been a wild ride. by. Yeah. Been a wild time. We got, we got sports to talk about, gentlemen. Well, first, Nick, do you want to introduce yourself? You've never been on the show before. Yeah, I've not. I've just kind of wandered into the studio, and you guys let me in. It's great to be here to talk to you. Uh, yeah. I'll See, he's in. using public radio voice. Why yeah. are you yelling at me when yeah, I do he, that? He's doing it's it good, though. naturally. Like, that's just... Yeah. It, yeah, maybe this is just how I talk. Not. No, <laughs> that is not how you talk. Opening up another, like, career path for me here. I, yeah, yeah. I didn't even realize I was doing it, so mm-hmm. happy that's... Yeah. Really boring radio. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's my passion. Is really boring radio. That's mm. what I want to do. It would fit. Hey, we're yeah. not standing in your way here, pal. <laughs> yeah, man, it's all you. <laughs> Speaking of really boring radio, let's get right into our uh, <laughs> our our show. I think there are many words you can use to describe the show. Boring is not one no, of them. I don't think so. I think, that's, I think that's probably the only word you couldn't use to yeah. describe this show. Or predictable, because yeah. <laughs> we are the opposite of that. So. Yeah. I mean, we were supposed to start 17 minutes ago, but here we are. Here so. we are. <laughs> Gosh. Come okay. on, make a cool transition and start us off. Q1, Segway, TJ. Come Q1. On. That's my transition. Q1. Okay. I'm going to talk about the Twins because they're 4-1 and one right now, and I'm going to make the prediction right now they're winning the AL Central. Straight <laughs> off. Straight off the bat. Straight off. They're doing it. Well, it was funny. I was talking to someone a little earlier this week, one of our uh, uh, Kojo professors here, um, and we were, he's a, a Detroit Tigers fan. And, you know, we were talking about both the AL Central and the NL Central. And he was saying that these are both going to be the closest divisions in baseball. The NL Central, because it's, you know, you got three really good teams at the top, and it's the fight for who wants it the most. 
Whereas the AL Central is the fight Total for who garbage. doesn't want it the least. The White Sox <laughs> are are the worst team in the league. I I'm just going to say that right now. That like and nobody else is really all that much better in the conference. Like the Twins could go like 90 and 72 and might win the conference by like five and a half games. Yeah. I yeah. Wait, the, yeah. the, the the AL Central the or AL Central? Okay, I was going to no, say No, the division, not the conference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, cuz it's, it's divisional league, you're using wrong. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say if, if you're saying they can win the entire AL yeah, at no. 90 and they're, 72. They're going to they're going to win the AL Central. They're going to go to the first round. They're going to play either Boston or New York and they're going to get smoked. Mhm. Right off the yeah. bat, although Boston is at uh, one and five, Yankees are at two and four right now. So twins are winning the that, World Series. Yeah. There it is. Okay. <laughs> they are the best team in the league right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Williams Astadiu is the greatest player to ever play the game. Byron Buxton is a hero, and our pitching staff is unmatched. It usually is unmatched, but <laughs> I think I think we already have. Yeah. We already in our first five games, we've already left more than thirty runners on base. That's, That's not good. good. No, it's not. <laughs> not but but not it's showing good. that we are, not only are they better than the twins that we love, but they are also still the twins yes. that we've hated. <laughs> uh, that's true. They're just, just more twins. <laughs> yeah. I like, uh, I watched the other day and, uh, was it yesterday? I don't remember. Um, and Justin Morneau was doing the Yeah, he's good. He was pretty good. He was better than I remember him being too. Yeah. And- not to bring up like the Tony Romo thing again from last time, but like he was pretty good. It was entertaining to listen to. Yeah. Talk and, about Tony Romo all you want. I, I'm totally yeah. down for that. <laughs> but I think I think it's like it's refreshing to hear Dick Bramer be like excited because it's. I feel so bad for this poor guy. I mean, he's been. It's been since '91. Since well, early 2000s since we've had exciting baseball yeah. in Minnesota. Like, yeah. So that wasn't like, exciting for the other team. Like this poor guy is just sitting there 162 games just like, all right, here we go again, you know? It's, it's such a grind. And they've stranded three runners once more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the 7th time this game. Twins still are behind one nothing. <laughs> yeah. 27 hits. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Long season though. God, it's yeah. a long yeah. season, yeah. and and they've got to to fix their uh, scoring or uh, hitting with runners in scoring position. Gosh. I mean, their pitching has it's... been performing better than we were expecting. Their they... pitching will not hold up. Like, yeah. I'm going to set aside optimistic TJ right here to be realistic. TJ, um, past week four of the season, pitching is going to just it'll be it'll be just Barrios being good, Odorizzi being adequate. And and that'll be about that. Yeah. I, I just think like baseball is like the ultimate game of like average and 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 the mean. Like not to say that exciting things can't happen, but it's such a long season. The way the game's structured, like people can go on streaks, but you're gonna gonna come back down or, or come back up to to the mean eventually. And so the Twins, I I don't know. Like I see them like they're off to a good start for sure. But uh, you're talking about slow starts with like the Yankees and the Red Sox. Like they're gonna rebound. I'm I don't know if the Twins can keep this up. You do kind of have to look at it as like, is like they're winning, obviously, but is what they're doing sustainable? Like they won today because they came back from being down six four, and won seven to six barely against the Royals. Against the Royals, (laughs) like they've been leaving a lot of runners on base. Their pitching has been really good, but their pitchers are also like matching their career best games, Mm -hmm. and that doesn't keep yeah, going. It's not, not gonna work. So it'll be interesting to see once we get through the first month, like they're starting off hot and I like it. And I think we will be better than last season, considerably better. And we do have a chance of winning the AO Central just because the AO Central is garbage. Hot garbage. It's it's a dumpster fire. Well Cleveland did everything they could to make sure that they don't repeat as division <laughs> champions. <laughs> I, they they they're very content with, you know, being Barely above just good enough because that's kind of what you need to win the AL Central. And instead of adding pieces, like they sold a whole bunch. I've of never pieces. seen a team so content and complacent with like barely being better than the garbage. 
They're like, well, we're going to win the division. And you're yeah. not going to win anything you past get, that. Yeah. But okay. Absolutely smoked by Boston or New York. Yeah. <laughs> that's what ha- I feel like that's just what happens in the AL. Like any team that's pretty good, you're just playing for the ability to get beaten by New York or Boston in the first <laughs> right. round of the playoffs. Yeah. It's like being in the Western Conference in the NBA. Like, you're just playing for the right to be beaten by Golden State. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just it. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's, God, that's frustrating. But it's like, oh, we made the playoffs. Oh, we got swept. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting to see how the AL is so much more top-heavy than the NL is. I mean, you got Boston and New York. No one from the Central, and then usually one or two teams from the West. Uh, so, you know, a couple of years ago, it was the Strohs. A couple of years before that, it was the Rangers. Now, right now, it's the Mariners over the past couple of years. Somehow. Yeah. yeah. For some That's reason. Weird. And so, it, but it, you have like the three or four prime teams who you have to beat in order to get through. Whereas with the NL, and particularly the NL Central, but the other uh, West and East as well, you really have no idea who's going to you know, really take it this season or any given season, which I don't know. Thought that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y'all are looking at me like, cool. <laughs> so what's the point, bro? <laughs> I, agree. I, d- I mean, that's what we talked about last year in when we, <clears throat> excuse me, when we were right before the MLB playoffs, we we're like, okay, well, Boston and then the NL, it could be any of these seven teams, like could be legit any of them. And right. like, like you said, it was the same thing last year. I mean, like Boston and New York. And it was like, okay, it's going to be one of them, probably Boston. And then in the NL, it's like, hmm, let's tune in for these series because it's going to be kind of worth it to watch good baseball instead of actually entertaining games yeah, in the, in the postseason. Smoked, yeah. So I don't know. And there's got to be room for growth then. I mean, if the AL is so good and so bad, well, it's got to change sometime soon, right? With all these people think. signing, like, $400 million contracts. I don't know. Well, it's kind of been this way for the last decade or so. And I yeah. feel like that's kind of a hard trend to reverse. Yeah. We'll see. Someone's got to change it. Might as well be the Twins, right? <laughs> probably not. Yeah, probably so no not. No Twins fans ever. <laughs> True. I would love to be confident in the Twins, but... Minnesota you, sports have broken you. you. I'm a broken <laughs> man. Broken down. Speaking of being broken by teams getting swept in the playoffs... Hey, the Wild won't even get to be swept in the playoffs this year. It's they didn't make it. They didn't make it. They didn't even make it to the first round of the play. The state of hockey is not in the hockey playoffs. Was it first time in eight years? Is that what you said? I believe. It's not very good. No, no, it's really not. Really not. I'm, I'm a little upset. I'm a little upset. Are you? Like <laughs> I saw that last night it was official, and at the same time, like it became official that the Wild were not going to the playoffs. It became official that the Stars were going to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I got real upset. Mm-hmm. I was really mad for about ten minutes. Then I realized I'm like it really doesn't matter. So I went and did something else. But <laughs> but for that ten minutes, that's man, amazing. I was red heated. Hot. I was heated. <laughs> Uh, so the question for Q2 is what? what's the next step for the Wild? Where do they go from here? Get good. Thank you I like for that, that expert analysis. High quality analysis. That's all you need. Perfect. Well, I, I'm going to start with my opinion. Go ahead. <laughs> because go I ahead. have them. Um, they added a lot of young guys this year, which I think everything except for Rast has turned out well. Rast can go and... I don't even know what he's going to do. He just shouldn't play hockey We're anymore. keeping this show, show we, family-friendly, TJ. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we are, Noah. <laughs> Drop one F-bomb and suddenly everybody <laughs> thinks you just and swear all the time. you got to just go to prison. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> but, like, Rast, up until last night when he scored a goal, had the same number of points in assists and goals as Alex Stalock, our backup goalie, did. <laughs> And Alex Stalock played in one less game than he did this season. That's hilarious. Well, and then that Granlin trade, everyone was like, oh, Granlin's leaving. Oh, my God. But it turned out to be really darn good. The two new guys we have, especially Donato, I'm a I'm a big believer in Donato. It's – I'm – the the moves we made were good. I think they were good because we got rid of the 
extra pieces from when we built our championship team in oh, like yeah. 2014 that. with a bunch of young guys. We're like, we're gonna be we're gonna be good for mm-hmm. for a long time, and then we were like adequate for the entire time, but couldn't make it past the first round. So yeah. I like I like those moves. So I know we talked about this before we started recording, but do you think a new head coach is coming to town for the wild? I think a new head coach is coming to town. Yes. I do not think Boudreaux stays after like his peak slash plateau was getting to the first round of the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) And he did that so many times. And then we got smoked Mm -hmm. every time. Um, So I, I don't know who it will be. I couldn't, give you any speculation on that even me the speculative man um i couldn't tell you who it will be but i don't think bruce boudreau the 80 year old baby will be in minnesota <laughs> anymore that's hilarious he really does look like an he really does. Baby. he's a really really that's old funny. baby yeah. yeah the bald head it's really round kind of chubby he's also 80 so so this could be i don't know what if you could even look this stat up but this would be could possibly be a year where we have three new first-year coaches out of the four major sports. Yeah. Yeah, he is a <laughs> old baby. That's hilarious. I've just pulled up a picture. Sitting of, at of home, Bruce you Boudreaux. should really look up at a picture yeah. of Bruce Boudreaux and tell me that he doesn't look yes, like an 80-year-old baby. baby. That's hilarious. Uh, but, yeah, new head coaches in three of the four major sports, yeah. which is – That'd be pretty wild. wild. <laughs> I was going to say that first. God, it's going to be funny, but took my thunder. At least we've got Zim. Yeah. 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 Zim. I feel like, how how could you fire that guy? You, you don't fire him. He fires you. And then <laughs> I mean, he fires himself. I mean, honestly, he probably fires himself. Like, good luck sitting down with him. Yeah. and saying, Zim walks into the boardroom one day, says, I have not been good enough for this team. And then says... <laughs> yeah. I'm fired. I am fired. Not I quit. I am fired. He declares himself fired. My last check will be in the mail. <laughs> he packs never, his desk and leaves. just like, what the heck? Just, you're right. Yeah, he is. Okay, he's fired. Yeah. Yeah, and then the press conference later in the day, they're like, yeah, we had to come to a, a tough decision. We decided to fire Mike Zimmer. Ne- the truth can never come out no. that he fired himself. Like, that, that can't I mean, happen. He runs the team. Like I Slick be- Rick is like the queen of England at this point where like he has the ability to like make new things happen. <laughs> but besides that, he's just a figurehead. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to get in Zim's way. Like Anthony Barr tried to by going to the Jets and then he got a call from coach and oh my god, I'm so sorry I ever thought about going to the Jets. <laughs> like, dude. I think all Zim did was call him and then describe New Jersey. <laughs> and Anthony Barr was like, I can't, I can't do it. I'd rather be here. Or just read or, off like 4 and 12, 5 and 11, 4 and 12, 3 and 13. colors are bad, and <laughs> they've released new jerseys, which are also bad. Look at their logo. Okay, come what on. What if it were Anthony Barr who called Mike Zimmer? And it was just hysterical. It was just like crying. He's like, I'm so sorry. I made a mistake. I don't want to go to New Jersey. Don't make me go to New Jersey, <laughs> coach. That could happen too. I don't know. I know. I'd be crying if I had to go to New Jersey. At, On I purpose. Every, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're choosing to go there. Yeah. There's a reason that everyone decides to go to Minnesota, which is like winter is the most miserable thing you could mm-hmm. experience unless you're in North Dakota. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, like, and everyone chooses to go here over New Jersey because New Jersey is that bad. Yeah. One, I think it's just the Jets. Yeah, in it's that too. I mean, your two yeah. options are the Jets and the Giants. Both of them play in Jersey. A, B, and neither of them. Both are good. of them are going to be <laughs> bad. Very Giants bad. Going to be real bad. Very. Okay. Well, remember when we said that about other teams last year? <laughs> okay. And then, like the Bears. Like the Bears. But, yeah. And I remember when I said that the Bears were going to go 4-12 and 12 and be the worst team in the <laughs> NFC. Remember when I said <laughs> that? Had four and remember when I said that? I had I think them at 4-12 I, I think too. I might have had them at 3-13 and 13 actually. <laughs> I was like, uh, they have no pieces. Well, and Mitch then, Trubisky is the worst quarterback I've ever seen. Then and the then Raiders suddenly, were like, <laughs> here you go. Hey, who do you hold, want? Who hold you my want? beer. Hold yeah. my beer. I'm going to be the worst team. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And now, okay, we're going to talk about this. In our in our Q four, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I have Sorry. things to say about the Raiders too. Uh, Q three, we're just I'm not even going to bother segue, and we're just going to go right into <laughs> I it. I like it. We have change it up. Ah, uh, final four hosted here in uh, 
Was it ho- is it being hosted in Minneapolis? Yeah, yeah. it's at US okay. Bank Stadium. Us yeah. Bank. Yeah. Bank. Yeah, it's Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we're in St. Paul, but we claim it as our own. Either we're, way, Final we're, Four are here. We're like halfway between Minneapolis and St. Paul. Like we're technically in, but like we're like basically on the bridge. That's true, yeah. yeah. I lived yeah. in Minneapolis last year, technically. How was it? It wasn't as good. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't very good. So yeah. we have uh Texas Tech. Surprising. Yeah. Auburn. Surprising. Yep. Michigan State. I Not think, surprising. I think surprising just in and of the fact that they beat Duke to get here. That's and fair. And then Virginia, not surprising. You know who is the most not surprising of all the not surprisings? Gonzaga for not winning. Because Gonzaga <laughs> does this thing where they win a lot. They're like a better Wichita State, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they play barely anyone. They do really well. They get a one seed, or they're like, oh, my gosh, this team's undefeated. They're so good. And then they lose. They always lose. I've picked Gonzaga like three times in my life to win it all. Because I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're so good. They're you know, the number one seed. Oh, my gosh. So... They suck in the tournament. <laughs> to never, put it lightly, they're n- terrible. Never pick a team whose colors are blue and white to win the national championship. Everyone who was betting on Duke this year, they should have known. Yeah. They're blue and white. They're not going to do anything. <laughs> well, Not going to make it. Does North Carolina count as blue and white? Yeah. Does Villanova count as yeah. blue and white? I feel Haven't like you're accounting for a right? lot I, of championships. I, I, I know there. they yeah. won a lot of championships, yeah. Yeah. and I know that Kentucky, you just, blue I was, and white, Kansas, I was specifically, blue and white. I was specifically <laughs> just thinking about Gonzaga You're not and supposed Duke. to <laughs> extrapolate with historical <laughs> okay. data, guys. Sorry. You know, yeah. you're, you're ruining TJ's <laughs> perfect analysis. Like my analysis was on... Championship um, ever. Te- okay, yeah. I'll, re- I'll refine my statement. Teams that are half the colors, blue and white, and are called Gonzaga or Duke. Okay. Thank you. You should never bet on them. Never. Even... And... Everyone knew Duke was going to lose when they're like any team that's this is the most heavily favored team since the last team that was heavily favored that also lost. Yeah. I I don't know. I think it's like it's kind of cool that they lost just because now everyone's yes. like, wait a second, who who do we focus on? You know, because like everything was on Duke. Zion Williamson yeah. is, oh, my gosh, so good. But like they they lost to Michigan and Michigan State's their good team. Right. They should not have lost. If you look at the physical ability, talent, and just like sheer athleticism from Michigan State compared to Duke, it Duke should have won by twenty. You know? But like that's what it's been the last I mean, minus the Tyus Jones year. So it's been the last like five years with Duke. They've been there and they've been in the spot, but it's like, oh, we lost to a fifteen seed or oh, we lost this game. And they just when's the last time they won? Minus Tyus Jones year. Cause that was our that was my freshman year here. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. I other than that, I don't know. I think it's been a while. It's been keep, keep vamping. I gotta, re- I gotta look it up. Keep We're waiting for your computer to run, Noah. But what's his face from Auburn? Bruce Pearl is that his name? The really sweaty guy. I the think coach? so. Yeah. Yeah, he used to coach really at Tennessee. Really sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. He's back in the Final Four. That's kind of cool. Update. Uh, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Okay, so ten years ago. Gosh. For a team that's like supposedly one of the best in basketball, three championships in ten years, I guess that's actually pretty good. I'm yeah, not yeah. quite no, it's good. Two, cha- two championships. <laughs> no, two championships. one. I'm talking about Duke. They only won once with Tyus Jones. Well, oh nine, oh ten, or oh nine, ten. Yeah. So with in the last ten years, they've had two. They've had two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, before that, okay. uh, the last one was in two thousand. Yeah. Dude, Oof. I don't know. I mean, it's every, weird like, that they're like focused on as yeah. like this storied program, and they've won they've won three times in the last twenty years, which granted is really good, mm-hmm. but still at the same. But there time, are other teams that like do this, that. Yeah, I mean they're like this team that's what, how many? Okay, I'm sorry to put you on the you have your computer out. So, yeah, uh, how many has North Carolina won in the last twenty years? Uh, give me a second. Keep sorry. vamping. Um, I don't know. I think it'll be fun to watch. I love March basketball. It's who's awesome. Your, who's your pick? Michigan State. I love Tom Izzo. I am obsessed with Tom Izzo. As, yes. as the resident blue and gold fan here. Oh, what? I Why? also have to pick Michigan State. Okay, I'm actually right. pulling for. I want. I want the Big Ten to take one home. That'd be I want cool. them to have it. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like Tom. Izzo. I yeah. love Tom Izzo. Yeah. My favorite. College as, hate coach. As, I, as much as I hate to admit it. <laughs> oh, dude. I love him. I, I love, love him. when that he. 
whenever he gets mad, I just see like a little garden gnome just <laughs> pointing at like, the dog in the yard, you know? Like what he did to that freshman a couple of games. He just got yeah. right in his face and he's shaking his finger and he's just, his veins are popping out of his head and his the man's face gonna is just die red. one day from just being mad. Oh, God. Like he's, he's going to wake up in the morning, he's going to drop his coffee pot and it's going to break and he's going to be like, Hoo! and he's, he's going to like explode. have a heart palpitation. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Update? Uh, so North Carolina has had three championships in the last 15 years, 2005, 2009, and 2017. Okay. So, well, I guess Duke is kind of more on par than I thought. But I, mean, I think just the way the tournament's set up, it's incredibly hard to win. Like, oh, as, as yeah. a one seed, just the way it's structured. So the fact that they've been able to do multiple in a decade is is yeah. is really, really good already. Mm-hmm. How many has Syracuse won? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Because I picked Syracuse to win this year, and nice. that was a very bad decision. They lost in my part. Yeah. Yeah. round two. Yeah. yeah, round two. Would you say their team got hit by a proverbial car, or is that too soon? Didn't Jim Beheim like kill a dude with his car? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear about didn't you that. See that? <laughs> no, I'm pretty oh, sure whoa. he did. What's his name? Oh. What? Jim. Yep. They've also when? only won once. Uh, 2003. Yeah, oh, idiot. Gosh. When? When did this Jim happen? Jim Boheim. B O H. E I M Beheim, uh, I, I think, think so. Anyone? Yeah, he he definitely one hundred percent killed a guy a couple weeks ago. Uh, Jim Boheim. Oh uh, uh, yeah, uh, February twenty second or twenty first of this year. Uh, Jim Boheim struck and killed a man with his car. There you go. The oh. police say. Yeah. Oh my. Also, that's just a weird headline. I I had no idea yeah. that was that's the that type of team thing. you. Pay. No, it was a total accident, yeah. and he was like really felt really bad. But just kind of, oh my trying to make a joke. I, so. I got really dark in here really yeah. quick. No, wow. Mood lighting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It'll be cool. It's here in Minneapolis. I wonder how. What were you guys at the St. Thomas game that was at US Bank or not? I was not. I, I was didn't not get able to be there either. Okay. I was going to wonder, like, just is how does basketball look in there? Like, are you supposedly a, it looks pretty a million sweet. miles away from the court? Or is they it, put out like bleachers on the side of the court oh, like, to okay. extend it down onto. Like so, you can still be courtside. Yeah. And what they did with with St. Thomas and um, uh, River Falls because it, it's a much smaller crowd, they actually put the court on one side of the field, so it wasn't like right in the center. Oh, they okay. moved it up to like where the one end zone would be, Gosh. and then wrapped around. They gotta gotcha. just host an entire tournament of basketball, college basketball. Host like the entire round of thirty-two on one stadium. Have four games going at a time. Wow. Do you know how and hectic that would be? Like oh all gosh. in a day. That'd be awesome. Absolutely. Do you know how dope right, you're that would be? You're starting at six in the morning and you're playing at ten thirty at night. <laughs> gosh, like I don't know if any of you have been to like state wrestling or something where they have like three matches going on at the same time, oh, yeah. but like something mm-hmm. like that where it's just it's a madhouse mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sixteen hours of the day. <laughs> well, that's oh, I mean my like gosh. weekend basketball tournaments. You you hear a whistle and everyone stops. No, keep going. That was the other court. That was the other court. <laughs> There's like five games going on at once. And every time a buzzer goes off, people, oh, crap. Oh, no, we got a minute left. Keep going. Keep going. It's, oh, my gosh. Just crazy. That'd be really funny. I, I think mean, we should do it. Well, I'm I'm going to submit this letter. proposal to the NCAA. I'm like, hey, I know that all the teams uh, traveling to one central location would probably be really expensive and that you wouldn't make nearly as much on ticket sales for the day. But it would be really cool. <laughs> Overlooking so, those two small things that so you probably like, don't care about. It you all. have to balance yeah. your finances, okay, whatever, small with small something small. being really cool. There's something think that TJ thinks is really Something cool. being really cool really outweighs the small <laughs> million-dollar financial burden that they would sure. put on themselves from that. I think it's a genius move, and I'm not going to accept anything else as an answer. Who do you think is going to win? Anyone here? Who do I think is who going do you, to win? No, let's go who you want to win. Well, who do you want uh, to win? Nick, for you, that'd probably be pretty easy. Oh, yeah, well, and it's the same answer on both accounts. Like, I want Michigan State to win, and I, I think they are going to win. I think certainly uh, in the Duke game, I think throughout the whole tournament, like they've shown that, I mean, Tom Izzo's teams, they always play great defense. They're always tough in mm-hmm. the paint. And I think having uh, an experienced point guard like Cassius, I think that makes all the difference as well. You're able to uh, do a lot more with maybe less talented pieces around you if you've got a point guard that can see the court like he does and make plays happen. And, you know, I, I don't see that level of point guard play uh, throughout any other teams left. And so I, I think that gives MSU a huge edge. Go green. Go white. 
That was cute. Those are two different well, I colors. To, I, I don't to know be if I. That. They're green and white, TJ. I know this. Yeah. Gosh, you and your colors today. Uh, well, he okay. is colorblind. Can't hey. see green. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, That's why I hate Michigan I'm State sorry. so much yeah. is because they can't see can't their see colors. It. It's just gray. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh at you. That, that's kind of funny. That was insensitive, and I apologize. <laughs> you sh- you should. Well, I'm sorry. I, I, I think their their national championship was last week. Honestly, Michigan State. Like, I think yeah. that's the toughest game that they'll play. Yeah. yeah. Were, were you absolutely. on campus when that happened, Nick? Uh, yeah, I was. I what mean, was that yeah, like? I mean, they uh, uh they they we have a nice tradition of uh, couch burning at MSU <laughs> after important wins. And so you bet, like <laughs> classy. I love it. Gr- Grand River Avenue, man. You get get your couches out and set them on fire. Do it's, do it's students intense. just have like a supply of couches? The that they're able I, to use? I was I was talking with one of my professors about it, and I don't know where they're getting all these couches, but they find them and they burn them. Well, TJ so. and I were leaving. Uh, St. Thomas campus the other day, there's just a couch sitting out and by one of the yeah, dorm halls. I was really like, tempted to grab it. Yeah. <laughs> one of the legs is broken, but, but not, I imagine that would have been perfect for burning. Yeah, that's like a pretty decent yeah, couch. That's you just... firefighter right there, man. <laughs> how did? How does that start? Like, how does something like that yeah. I'm assuming begin. most of them are not sober. I, I can't I, imagine I, I a sober person saying, oh, hey, I am excited. My team won. I'm going to go Let's set a couch on fire. <laughs> can, can, can you imagine my surprise? I'm like a grad student. My first year last year, like, removed to a certain extent from, like, you know, the the main tradition social life on right. campus. I'm, like, going to the grocery store or something, and there's just a couch on fire. <laughs> on the like, yeah, I, man, that's that's how I was introduced to that tradition. Did you have to, like, Google it or something? Like, why uh, is no, there a couch? You, you ask around, and you find out that that's I'm Googling that's it right now. That's what we Couches do. on fire. At yeah. Michigan. I've never heard of that before. That's yeah. interesting. Are couches the only thing that are set on fire? Um, I hope so. Uh, <laughs> I, I cannot confirm yeah. that, um, but I, I would hope that it's limited to, to couches there. Gosh. I I Google <laughs> Michigan State couch burning, and the first like news article that comes up, the headline is, MSU couch burning after Penn State upset was the largest since 2013. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which insinuates a couple of things. A, they're measuring the largeness of the couch of the burning. Couch burning yep. B, like... It's not an unusual thing. The only thing that's unusual is that it was bigger than the last yeah. time it was really big. Yeah. And that was in 2013. Yeah. Also, how do you measure couch fires? Is it yeah, by it's... by size, by, well, by girth? How, how would you measure? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a terrible word. This is a real, real weighty fire. <laughs> Thick. <laughs> Yeah, last year's couch burner was just, it was extra thick. <laughs> like three C's thick. Before Saturday night's upset win over Penn State, it had been roughly five years since a Michigan State win prompted a large-scale fire. So it what, had been is that five like, years since... Like 10 square miles, or is that like just the block? Yeah, they, they had to rebuild the campus. fans headed outside to stand around bonfires of burning furniture. Fifteen people were subsequently arrested, including a dozen students. <laughs> All of them blew a .45 after the upset. I Okay, I don't know if I'm just stupid for thinking this, but I was thinking like couches, just like someone brought a couch in front of their house and just lit it on fire. <laughs> I wasn't thinking people threw couches together and lit them all on fire. It, I don't know why, but just I was just one, imagining like going down Cretan and just seeing like just couch, random couch, couches couch. Couch. Yeah. That's that absolutely what I was imagining. Okay. Just a single lonely couch in the middle of Summit Avenue. I know, yeah. Like that's, <laughs> there is a Wikipedia page dedicated to the Michigan State University student riots. They have 1999, 1998, 2005, 2013, and 2019. We're going to look at March 31st, 2019, because that just happened. That, that was three days ago. Yeah. <laughs> Students on campus celebrated after the MSU men's basketball team defeated top overall seed Duke in the NCAA tournament to reach the Final Four. At Cedar Village, bonfires were lit in the parking lot, and a chair was burned, resulting in multiple arrests. Yep. Wow. Yep. A chair was burned. A chair. I want to so, know more about this chair. There was like this, this bonfire chair. happening, and some guy's like, oh, we used to burn chairs. So he's like, <laughs> I've got a chair. <laughs> Let's light it on fire. So, 
sitting there at the bonfire. So when I was like, this is missing something. Anybody got a chair? You got yeah. five hands that go up. Yeah. Some guy's like, I've got mine right here. Gosh, <laughs> Michigan State turns into Philadelphia when they win, right. doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, see, there's parallels here. I'm an Eagles fan myself. There's just something that draws me to the nature of those, Gosh, those places. Wait, was, and I like. how is that a thing? What? <laughs> Hang on a second. For context, he's pointing at Noah and Nick riffing on the fact that Noah is a well, diehard Cowboys we, fan and see, that Nick is a diehard Philadelphia fan, yeah, it, making it, them blood enemies. <laughs> Thank you for that context. Yeah. It, important, very important detail. We grew up not in a very like strong football household mm-hmm. and also in St. Louis. And so as far as like football fandom, and this was like, you know, we were coming into football age post like Kurt Warner's Super Bowl years, right? right. And so it's mm. just near the Jeff Fisher years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> good years. Anything yeah. past 2004 Mark Bulger was just sad. Yeah. <laughs> really, really, yeah. really yeah. sad. It's just it's it was upsetting. And yeah. uh, you know, we we decided to explore elsewhere for our football fandom. I think Noah has maybe, if you want to have a valid reason the, for choosing well, what, uh, I'm, what I'm not colors sure. to oh, don. Oh, oh, oh. uh, I'm not sure if it's <laughs> more valid, but it's just, it, it, at least it, it on the surface makes more sense. Because my our grandma is a huge Dallas Cowboys yeah. fan. Okay. You know, she uh, When she started watching football, it was, you know, um, late 60s, early 70s, when the Cowboys were going on their first initial Super Bowl runs. Um and so you know, when I first started watching football, um, she had a game on, uh, I think it was like 2008, 2009, Romo's kind of golden years, his first kind of golden period. Um, and it was just, it was fun. And so mm. I, that's where I got my Cowboys fandom from. Yeah, and I, I caught, uh, I believe it, it was 08, maybe 09. Uh, I happened to catch an Eagles Steelers game on TV, decided I liked Donovan McNabb. Everyone and, liked Donovan. Yeah, McNabb. that group. Everyone did not like Donovan McNabb. That that's. It's, it's funny. The only yeah. people I've met who have not liked Donovan McNabb are Eagles fans. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and it's like Donovan McNabb. I, I I fully support McNabb. He's like he was one of my favorite Eagles. Remember when he played for the Vikings? Just gonna mention that. We're not gonna talk about that. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think I saw him in the airport. Yeah. Yeah. We. I I yeah. maintain that we saw him at the airport when yeah. he was coming in to sign, but uh, but yeah. So anyway, decided I liked McNabb, and that grew into like a diehard Eagles fandom before they won their Super Bowl. I always feel like I have to add that caveat, especially now that they won the Super Bowl a couple seasons ago. It's like I've never lived in Philadelphia, never had any like family from Philadelphia, but I'm not a bandwagon fan. Yeah. I've been yeah, with them fair. through through he the, was, the worst of the worst. He was with them during the Dream Team. Yeah, oh, dream, team. dream Team. Once Chip Kelly went like psycho dictator, like I, I, I was with them through all that. With them through all that. That's fair. Yeah, That's yeah. fair. I accept that. I'm yeah. just really glad you didn't choose the Steelers that day. <laughs> that's that's even worse. Yeah. Like, well, now they're garbage. Yeah, they're but like, bad this year. Just, just in terms of really not great ugly teams yeah you got yeah. washington at the bottom yeah and then I, i'd put pittsburgh right well, there and with to be them. honest i feel like pittsburgh dallas even though that's rooted in you know not recent nfl history is a little more of a rival than even eagles dallas like they're division rivals but as far as like division rivalries go that's not really the big one that people talk no. about they're not talking about like eagles dallas at least not much anymore right i mean you got cowboys washington i think is the yeah. the really big one uh Eagles Giants for a little bit, like right after you know Miracle at the Meadowlands two, mm-hmm, that yeah. was kind of big. But <laughs> yeah. now you know the Giants are just sad. Yeah, I mean you you really have to go back to like the uh, uh, Cunningham and like the the labor dispute and the strike was one of the last like huge heated like Eagles Cowboys moments. It's not not yeah. something we you know outside of like you know having our little division rivalry yeah. and, and wanting wanting our team to take the division year and it's not like it's a huge rivalry outside like, of that. I enjoy watching the Eagles. I really like Carson Wentz. Yeah. Um, I think you know the the Eagles are a a good team. Um, I I don't know. There's just something about you them. You just like, hate I, them with I, a no, burning. I don't. That's, that's the thing. I I do not hate the Eagles. Yeah. And See, for all I my talk, be... I will not admit any of that about the Dallas Cowboys. I will not say anything <laughs> good about the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be the bigger person here. Before we move officially to football as our last quarter, I'm looking through the notes on the bottom of this Wikipedia page. Found something very interesting. 
I, are we so, the Michigan State thing? Yeah. Okay. Back on Michigan State <laughs> riots. Okay. Yes. Yes. Most recent riot, March 31st, 2019, is when they beat Duke mm-hmm. in the Final Four. The biggest riot at Michigan State was 20 years and three days before. In 1999. Oh, no way. When Michigan State lost to Duke in the Final Four. Wow. Well, Weird. So they were just yeah. pissed off. Yeah. They were just mad. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? I'm gonna it's, see that makes more sense well, than see, a the, celebratory. It's, it's the same outlet. You know, you yeah. you damages emotions, ranged. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Ta- Taco Dave. There's a man named Taco Dave here. <laughs> That's wonderful. The Taco Bell night shift manager in East Lansing <laughs> in nineteen ninety nine. Oh God. Taco <laughs> Dave. And Taco Dave uh gave a statement. Um, this is so many of my were, favorite things in like one <laughs> 10,000 10, students involved, up to n- near $500,000 worth of damage wow. in the 1999 riot. That's fantastic. Wow. wow. That, is, that. that is true Philadelphia yeah. in Michigan like, style. Yeah. Like, in, in Michigan, it's yeah. on my bucket list now. Burn yeah. some sort of household yeah. furniture in yeah. East Lansing. Want to do it the first time a podcast of ours gets more than like 20 plays? We just burn, go to Michigan, sure. and then burn a, <laughs> burn Absolutely. a couch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to leave you guys to finish this. I'm just going to go to every device that I have and play one of our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> just put it on repeat. Uh, so if y'all want to buy the couch, I'll meet you out in Michigan. <laughs> we'll just well, use a the free one. couch. <laughs> <laughs> Get some lighter fluid and have a good time. <laughs> Okay, we are going to move to football now because we've, we've ventured into football in each conversation we've had so yeah, far. Indeed, indeed. All right, NFL draft is coming up. Raiders have 84,000 picks in it. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are your guys' thoughts on the upcoming draft and the upcoming season in general? I think two of the most interesting teams to look at right now are the, the Raiders and the Cardinals. The Raiders because this is kind of a make-or-break season for them where John Gruden – this is what they've been leading up to. I mean, all the trades, the Cleo mm-hmm. Mack deal has been leading up to this for John Gruden to build his own team. And if he messes this up, he will never be able to set foot in Oakland again. But if he does this you right... Mean, you mean once his 10-year contract is up? After that, he won't be able to set right. foot. No, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Oakland ran him out. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they won't be in Oakland anymore. They'll be in Las Vegas. Yeah, is that... So. Uh. Not this. That's twenty twenty. Next, so yeah. the year after this, they're gonna have like no yeah. one at their games this year. Yeah, <laughs> zero people. Yeah, um, and then the Cardinals, only because you know what's gonna happen with Josh Allen and Kyler Murray. Yeah, and like number one pick. There's always there's always intrigue there. Yeah, yeah. Well, and if they if they do draft Kyler Murray, where does Josh Allen go? Yeah, I've heard like. They're going to have Josh Allen, the veteran quarterback, mentor. Mean, yeah, Kyler Murray. Uh, Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen, yes. Rosen. Oh, Josh Allen, Allen is with the Bills. Buffalo, Buffalo. Bills. Yeah. Yeah. Did we do oh. this last time, too? Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Josh I, Allen just feels like a more yeah. Arizona I, I've, name. I've I heard, know. Uh, you know, from my great NFL sources, of course, you know, <laughs> potential links to uh, the Patriots being maybe interested in a Rosen trade. Um, you know, that trade Tom like Brady for Rosen straight up. Straight up. That's <laughs> one it. for one. That's it. <laughs> also heard that's that uh, there might be Washington involved in that too, just because oh, that's, all of their quarterbacks died. Oh, yep. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. That is unfortunate for both Washington and, and Josh, Josh Rosen. Rosen. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lose-lose. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I feel like the – I can't tell. Like the Cardinals, certainly in the past couple days too, have been uh, – linking themselves potentially to like Nick Bosa and stuff a little more, whether that's like a smoke screen to try and drive up, like entry, get someone to trade up. You know, I, I, I'm of the belief that it is. Uh, I think they're absolutely going for a quarterback just from, you know, what, what, what I know of Kingsbury coming in. And I think, I think Murray's their guy. Uh, I just think they're trying to kind of do their deal, due diligence and get as much value for the pick potentially. Um, you know, and just scare some other teams in the process. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, I've heard so many comparisons with Kyler Murray to the likes of Russell Wilson, yep. right? So seeing what Russell Wilson did, not single-handedly, of course, but, like, made Seattle not laughable. Like, post Sean <laughs> Alexander, he, yeah. like, and he's been a great quarterback yes, absolutely. for the past however long he's been there, right? And he's been solid, and he's one of those guys who he's not going to, like, no one's going to talk about them, especially this last year. It was like, wait a second, the Seahawks? Yeah. They're actually, wait, what? Like, they're actually okay? Like, what's yeah. going on? So, I don't know. I think Kyler Murray has a very high ceiling, but yeah. 
it's also kind of dangerous to say Russell Wilson esque oh, because then it's like absolutely. a lot of pressure on this kid coming out of yep. coming out of college. Yep. Favorite uh, news story that came out about the Arizona Cardinals came out on Monday uh, after Cliff Kingsbury and Sean McVay had dinner together. Mm. Okay. Okay. And this is a real story. This is on the Arizona Cardinals website. And I'm so, getting this information. Okay. Okay. This is the April Fool's one, right? This is the April Fool's one. <laughs> Sean McVay got dinner at Cliff Kingsbury's house. Okay, they were eating together, having a good time. They're friends. And Sean McVay got, changed one of his buddy's contacts in his phone to say Roger Goodell and had him text him while he was at Cliff Kingsbury's house. And the text that he had him send was from, quote, Roger Goodell. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you're at dinner with Kingsbury and Mahomes. You know better than this. This is tampering, and you're both losing picks. And then he showed that text to Cliff Kingsbury. Wow. And it's very possible that he almost died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> like, oh, wait. He, no, 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 no. He was, he was like about to call his GM and say, like, we lost our number one. We lost our first overall. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> this dinner wasn't worth it. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is funny. So Sean McVay pulled that off? or is Sean that... McVay pulled it off. Wow. Yeah. So the He's man is like... I had this discussion with someone the other day of like Sean McVay is essentially like the perfect guy mm-hmm. of that's, like that's fair he's rich he's attractive he's a coach in the NFL he's winning a lot and now we can pull off pranks yeah what, like, how what are how is anyone be... else supposed to compete and yeah. what is he he's what eighteen years old nineteen years old <laughs> so I think like he that. got I think he, he became an adult uh, this year so okay he's, he's he eighteen could buy now. cigarettes he now and, <laughs> yeah still okay. can't drink though no no, no not yet not yet which is probably good for him yeah. yeah. Also on the Russell Wilson train, mm-hmm. uh, he is expected to want a new contract before the next season begins. And there's talk that it might very possibly end up, Russell Wilson will now be the highest paid player in NFL history. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Who is the current? Is it Aaron Rodgers? I believe it is Aaron Rodgers. Or is, yes. it, is it still Matt Ryan's disgustingly <laughs> stupid deal? Or remember when Eli Manning got that huge deal? Oh my goodness! Well, re- really, at this point, it's just what is the most recent franchise quarterback to have signed a contract? Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, that's yeah. that's all it is. Yeah. Right now, it's Aaron Rodgers with seventy-six yeah. million dollars. Yeah. And then behind him is it Matt Ryan? Uh, it's Jimmy Garoppolo. That's right. Jimmy Garoppolo is <laughs> oh, the second yes. highest-paid player in the NFL, and, and he's he played a total of like half. ten games. Yeah. In his oh, no, sorry, sorry. It is Matt Ryan, then Jimmy Garoppolo at three. Still, God, yeah. that's crazy that he's out there. Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers, uh, $75.9 million over the life of the contract. Matt Ryan, uh, 57.5. Jimmy Garoppolo at 43.1. Whenever I think about the Kirk Cousins deal and I get a little bit angry about it, I always remember that Jimmy Garoppolo is making more money than yep. he is. Yeah, and that justifies it. Yeah. Just because Kirk Cousins didn't die this year like Jimmy exactly. did. Like so. we still have the quarterback we're playing for, so at least it's not as bad as it could be. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Alex Smith is the sixth highest on that oh, list. Speaking no. of people who <laughs> <No>. have died. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Like like the top five make kind of makes sense. You got Aaron Rodgers, then Matt Ryan, then Jimmy Garoppolo. It's like yeah. I guess like yeah. I, I can see it. And then you've got Aaron Donald and Cleo Mack. Yeah, and then hmm. Alex Smith <laughs> at wow. six. Yikes! Kirk Cousins that even doesn't even scratch the top five. No. It was fine. Well, what about didn't Matthew Stafford get? Yeah, it what, was a couple years ago. At he the got time like, was it the was twenty what twenty thirteen the year that yeah. the Lions went zero and sixteen. I believe is like the year after he got the massive. No, no, that was no. It was more recent because they that. had yeah. um, uh, uh, Sean Johnson Hill. Stuff? Was their quarterback yeah, that? Yeah, because they never. Yeah, Sean. Because that's what God. got them. Stafford. Uh, yeah. Was there? Was there in sixteen? Yeah, because Sean. Stafford Hill, was drafted in '09, and it was '0708. No, sorry, '08, '08, '09 that right. they went. Um, yeah. 0 16. What happened in, in 2013? Were I mean, they just really bad? I mean, they're the Lions, so possibly like yeah, that's, that's true. Not, yeah. Why does that stick out in my mind for <laughs> 2013? I don't know why that's like that's the present. They went seven and nine. That was an average year for them. Why is twenty thirteen the year I think of oh, with weird. the wild or the, the Lions? What? Oh my god! <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's who late. Was, who was who was on the men thirteen cover? 
Oh, that was Calvin Johnson. There you go. Oh, my go. gosh. Oh, that's why. That's why. <laughs> that's why. Uh, wow, that's great memory. That's weird. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't like that. Speaking of young dudes who retired, do you, do we think that <laughs> We weren't speaking Gronk... of that at all. We're talking about, we're talking about uh, Calvin Johnson. We're yeah. talking about the Lions. Calvin Johnson he, came he up. He retired young. Yeah. I was waiting I, for I can, Calvin I Johnson okay. to come up. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. Gronk retiring. Yes. Yeah. Just going to um, absolutely party his face off until he dies. Here's in a 10 stat years, for you. Right? Over his career, mm-hmm. average touchdowns per game. You I, know what it's going to be. Uh, 0.69. Is it? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Like, That's like, what wait, did it. He knew he had to retire. Yeah. Like, right like, I'm. There is not a player. Like, I. Gronk is just so Gronk. That like yes. everything he does, even when you aren't expecting it to be like like retirement. Retirement shouldn't be a weird joke, but like Gronk made it one somehow, <laughs> which is just He's wild. Just, he is a fifteen-year-old guy in a thirty, whatever twenty, whatever how old ever old he is. I think body. he's right at thirty. Is he thirty? Twenty-nine. Yeah, yeah twenty-nine, thirty. He's so incredibly immature. Yeah, and so, so immature. isn't he like really stupid? Like I thought, I read something where they're like they had to simplify their plays to give to him because he couldn't understand them. Like Tom Brady's up, you know, he's got three plays called and he's killing one and he's audibling and he's doing whatever to the other. And then it's like he I feel like he has to turn to Gronk. Gronk, run a curl, okay? It's good. It's That's honestly wild to me that Tom Brady, possibly the most intelligent person to play the sport, second yeah, like, intelligent, yeah. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Thank uh, you. It's, uh, <laughs> Omaha. Uh, <laughs> Omaha. <laughs> anyway. But Tom Brady, very smart mm-hmm. in regards to football at least. Gronk is just kind of dumb all around. And the fact <laughs> yeah. that like both of them have combined to become that like, oh, yeah. dynamic duo is insane to me because I – I can't imagine that Tom Brady has the patience to exactly. deal with Gronk. Exactly. Like in practice, and they're like, all right, go 96 buff curl wheel. And Tom is like, Gronk, did you catch that? He's like, what? He's like, <laughs> Although, okay. I'm, I'm imagining that Gronk, or that, you know, Tom would, would do that and he'd get real frustrated. And then it's like, the defense knew exactly what Gronk was going to do. And you had three guys over him and he still makes the catch. It's like, okay, yeah. Yeah, the defense will so, know what's going to happen, yeah. but we're. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just it's, so it's hard purely to be athletic. Frustrated, yeah, when he's like blowing up a defense, like the, easily the greatest tight end in league history. Like it's not even really close. Like mm-hmm. he may not have the career numbers because he retired early, yeah. but all of his like pace numbers and just watching him play, there was no one like him. Well, he, he was is, in a, a, an incredibly underrated blocker too. Like just his all around game yes, was he's, one, yeah, he's fantastic. One of the best blockers, yeah. Like, yeah. he's the Brett Favre of tight ends in that he doesn't know jack about how the sport actually works. <laughs> he's just good at doing what people tell him to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was dominant. It was yeah. like, uh, how do you guard him? Yeah, You don't. Linebackers you don't. You are too slow, yeah. and safeties are too small. Yeah. So, good luck. Put Daniel Hunter on him. Yeah, or just, <laughs> just hope he's got a broken back for that stretch of games where you play him or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> uh, I want to talk Raiders for a moment. Okay. Do we have expectations for the Raiders? Because I'm honestly, I'm a little bit worried. I'm a little bit concerned that they're going to be good. I don't want them to be, but I'm a little bit concerned mm. that they will be. I, I think they can be, yeah, definitely. The, the Raiders are either going to be really good or they're going to be a garbage fire. They're going to absolutely suck. There's no in-between here. I, I don't think that... I, mean, I don't know if I'm ready for a worst to first scenario, though. I don't know. I don't if think I, that's gonna. Happen. I, I I would not say first. Certainly, I mean, we got to see like who they draft and what their like plan is for those draft picks, and obviously how they turn out their rookie year, because that's replacing some like pretty key positions, you know, that they they traded away last mm-hmm. year. But I mean, it, I think it all falls on. Uh, who they have at quarterback if they are going to stick with Derek Carr, you know, if he is able to uh, turn it around. I mean, you gave him, you know, Antonio Brown. He's pretty good from what I hear, you know. And he's so, all right. Yeah. yeah, he's all right. Yeah, or if they go in another direction, what they get in return for Derek Carr, if they can trade him, and who's under center. But I, in this league, the quarterback makes or breaks your team. And so they can put all the pieces. They can get a nice new franchise left tackle, a wide receiver, get some defensive pieces in the draft. But – if 
Derek Carr is able to progress with that, then, you know, the Raiders, you know, kind of do or die by Derek Carr, in my opinion. The quarterback makes or breaks your team, and Derek Carr will kind of sort of stand in the way. Maybe maybe (laughs) do it. I'm surprised at him. I mean, he had, I don't know, what is it, like three or four years ago where he was outstanding. Pro Bowl quarterback. Really good. One of the best. And then he's just. Blake Bortles had one really good year. That's true. That's true. That's a fantastic Remember when Blake Bortles was good. (laughs) Remember that. Well, that's the thing. No one thought he was good. He just had a good year, right? Even as it was happening, it's like. This This is weird. This isn't really. No, that's not. That's not. That's not you. This isn't really happening. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Do you think the move to Vegas will be? I mean, it's hard to compare them to like the NHL, but like, do you think that the the move to Vegas for the Golden Knights or the creation in Vegas was hugely successful? Yep. Right. Like sports wise, and I like franchise wise too. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be? Because like they had so many diehard Oakland fans, yep. but at the same time, who wants to go live in or around Oakland? You know what I mean? Like. I think what they're trading is they're losing. They're going to lose the diehard fan base. Right. There will be no diehard Raiders fans yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What they're gaining is the casual sports better, who wants to go to a game okay. while they're in Vegas. Yeah, I see that. And you're gonna like because it's a business decision. They're gonna make money. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna have a full stadium. They're not going to have the fan base that is do or die with them all the time. But. It's, they're going to make money. And it's Rams and Chargers all over yeah, again. And that's part of why I think there's a an additional benefit to the Antonio Brown move. Like there are risks in how you know things kind of fell apart in Pittsburgh, but uh, you know he'll put butts in the seats. You know, for, for a team that doesn't have a, mm-hmm. a, a loyal fan base, having star power like that is is super important for them, especially like from what I've heard. Like as far as NFL franchises go, like they don't have the insane amount of money to work with that uh, that the other franchises do. And so that the part, I've heard that, you know, potentially a reason for, like, the Khalil Mack move, they were just worried they couldn't afford him, you know, if he's coming mm-hmm. around for his big uh, contract extension. And so, you know, they have to find any way to, like, get people in, generate money, especially moving at a kind of fragile time like that. Yeah. It's going to have to be a big season for him then, yeah. like, to get those people interested. Because yep. yeah. if you go 3-13 and 13, – it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to that, yep. you know? Yep. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by the Raiders. Yeah. They're going to – Yeah. I have it's very low expectations, but whatever. <laughs> low expectations, but yeah. expectations nonetheless. optimistic would be More expectations yeah. than I have yeah. for, say, the Cardinals. That, yes. Well, or the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Or the Jets. I would absolutely agree. But not as high of expectations – as we have for the Browns. That's correct. That's <laughs> nothing short of Super Bowl champions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Good old Browns. The Browns. The Brownies. I think we've exhausted think, everything we wanted to talk about today. I think we have. I think so, too. Great. How, was what, this as long as last time? No. No. Not, not quite. We're no. right around an hour. Oh. We ran real long last time. <laughs> we were just really excited. Rambling. And talked in a yeah. while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back in... You're assuming some, that people are listening. <laughs> hey, I Other checked than the stats. us or our family members. <laughs> okay, I don't know that. <laughs> how, how many people listened to our last episode? Last episode, I think we had about 25. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, right? Big numbers. Couch burning in Michigan. I We're going to yeah. go burn a couch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to check. Before we, before we sign off, I'm checking the stats right now. We're going to see. If anyone other than me repeating, listening on repeat, because I definitely have done that. Beef up the numbers. I'm I'm very scared to tell my students about this. Don't. Please don't, don't ever do that. No, I, I want to be like, I feel like it might come up in casual conversation yeah. one day, but also like, I don't, like, how have I incriminated myself in these past episodes? Like, uh, what have I said to? I don't think you said anything real bad. I'm the one who dropped the f bomb last oh, episode. That accidentally, that happens. I, I didn't even know that. You oh, did sorry. That. Our our last episode is 14 plays. Oh okay. man. So no couch burning, except all the other ones have more than 20. So okay. couch burning. Wow. Four so of them, it's on. <laughs> so well, does that mean we're burning four couches? Yeah. I think so. Couch, we have to burn a couch each time an episode gets more than 20 plays, which like means I'm just going to listen to it. <laughs> oh, we're not going 
not boy. doing this for listeners. We're That's doing true. it because I needed an outlet to talk about sports. <laughs> <laughs> and here's just our word dump all of, of all our All of stupid. my roommates got too tired of me doing it in our living room, so I decided to still do it in the living room, but now do it here too. <laughs> and then you, you have the Q4 playing in the living room while you're talking about sports, and they just get it from both sides. <laughs> Perfect. I should memorize the episodes and just talk along with it. Oh, God. <laughs> but like a half second delayed. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> Be as cringy as your Memorize ASMR. what the other people say. Yeah, so it's just, just you yourself. talking. Yeah, yeah that's perfect. Yeah. 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 I'd listen to that. So would Good, I. we got one, two. <laughs> I wouldn't. If I listened to that 25 times, we'd have to burn, burn a couch. Yeah. Come out and visit yeah. you and burn a couch in your yeah. front yard. Let's yeah. do it. Sure. I've burned a couple of couches in my time. How is that? Is that like a joke? <laughs> no, I have. I have burned several couches. Not in riots, but I've burned couches before. <laughs> Why? I had to get rid of them somehow. <laughs> Garbage? I, I live in Malacca. It's not <laughs> an option. Just, they don't just trash <laughs> They just reuse everything. All right, we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're done with this madness. Thanks uh, for listening, everyone.